The news broke yesterday that Uvalde School Police Chief Peter Ardondo was being placed on administrative leave. 19 children murdered, two teachers murdered, and questions about what the police did or didn't do. Entering, not entering, waiting, saying they were waiting for keys when keys weren't necessary. Then you have the entirety of this uh, state senate hearing And even the mayor of Uvalde said, I don't know what to trust. You've come up with multiple conclusions. I want the Department of Justice involved in this. Tony Katz. Tony Katz, today, it's good to be with you. Jay Avila joins us right now, Emmy Award-winning investigative reporter with News 4 San Antonio, San Antonio, Texas, News number 4, SanAntonio.com. Jay, you were the first person I saw break the news about uh, this placement on administrative leave. Did that come from the Texas Public uh, Safety Director or did that come from the city itself? No, that actually came from the school district. The uh, It's called the Uvalde uh, Consolidated Independent School District. And so the superintendent there um, is the one who released it late in the day yesterday And in that statement, he said, you know, look, I've been waiting to make personnel decisions um, until after the investigation is done. But I don't know when that's going to be, and I'm not getting much information. So I'm going to go ahead and put Pete Arredondo on administrative leave. Now, you've been covering things from San Antonio, not in in, in Uvalde, which is a a little bit uh, of distance from you, but certainly you've been uh, following the story. And and when you are closer in proximity, you have a closer understanding of of where things are. Uh, We see it out here in, 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 in the rest of the world as a clear blame on both police and specifically uh, Chief Arredondo, especially in light of those recent videos and these recent photos. How are our Texans uh, seeing this, and specifically the people of Uvalde? Is this a focus on the chief in terms of how dare you, or is this a how could the communication be so bad? How could these mistakes happen? Well, at this point, the condemnation of the police chief has pretty much been universal. Um, it's even there in Uvalde. In the first few days, there was a little bit of the circling of the wagons of locals saying that, you know, wait a minute, you know, Uvalde police and Uvalde schools are being blamed for this by um, the Texas Rangers, DPS, um, outside media and whatnot. But, um, but now that more and more is being learned about the actual investigation where there's evidence of exactly what happened, now they're saying, yes, you know, that, that criticism here appears to be uh, justified. Tuesday night, there was a school board meeting and um, locals were there, um, some even relatives of, of children who were lost. And they were, um, you know, they were yelling and screaming for something to be done about um, police chief Pete Arredondo, who, as you know, had been previously elected to the school board. And they wanted him suspended from that position in some way that night. And um, and so you know, the outrage against him is is pretty um, unified. But um, there there are also areas that uh, where others have failed um, that have come to light in this Senate hearing. For example, I did a story um, 
here in San Antonio looking at, okay, do the doors to our classrooms lock from the inside? So in case you're going to lock a shooter out and found that, that, you know, most of the doorways, uh, most of the doors to classrooms in San Antonio don't lock. I did that story. And then a few days later, we found out, well, the, the doors in Uvalde didn't lock from the inside. And so now, you know, um, yesterday, our head of, um, head of education for the state of Texas, the commissioner, said that's going to be a priority is we, we got to fix the door locks on, you know, the, the uh, schools in 9,000 school districts across the state. So lots of, lots of blame being assigned across the board. Talking to Jay Avila of News 4 San Antonio. You can follow him on Twitter at Jay, J-A-I-E, Jay Avila, A-V-I-L-A. That is where he is on uh, Twitter. Uh, you have the, uh, the, the the mayor of Uvalde, um, opinionated guy, Don McLaughlin, um, who, who it has just come out. Uh, they, want, they do want to demolish uh, the school. Uh, but saying that uh, the Department of Public Safety there is lying about the police response. He wants the uh, the Justice Department to investigate. What is his claim of lying? Where does he? What? Where does this come from? Well, his main complaints have been that they're not sharing information and that they're leaking information because the night before um, the hearings started on the twenty first. Um, there were actual stills of the security um, cameras that were leaked to certain news media in Austin showing um, that there were um, there was law enforcement in the hallways with rifles and with um, shields. And this is a claim that the chief, of course, had made, uh, Chief Arredondo, that he didn't have those things to um, basically uh, breach the classroom doors and whatnot. Um, so he was upset about the, the leaking. He does think to a certain extent that, um, that the Department of Public Safety, Texas troopers, who were also there within minutes and present in the hallway um, with Chief Arredondo, and he kind of feels like they are um, – the, the troopers and DPS in general is, uh, is kind of scapegoating local police and not being accountable themselves. So I think that's what has him – Upset. At the same time, the head of the DPS, who is um, technically a, a colonel, Steve McCraw, he he has been saying at these hearings that um, look, it's uh, nowhere in the training do we teach troopers to take control of the situation when they get there. Uh, that would be dangerous to self-deploy, as he said, and overrule the incident commander on the scene, who was in this case Chief Pete Adadondo. So. You know, you, you do have friction there. There's no doubt. You've got, you know, the city of Uvalde still, to a certain extent, wondering why DPS is um, condemning their law enforcement exclusively. I think there's a, a lot of us from the outside looking in, and I would assume from the inside as well. Uh, we've heard from uh, one mother uh, who uh, says that she was handcuffed. She wanted to go into the school. When they finally let her out, she did run into the school. That parents were prevented uh, fr- from going going in, and so the, the, the blame a part of this uh, uh, towards police, that anger towards police, is that you stop the people who want to do something to protect their kids, but you didn't go in and protect the kids. 
your conversation is about whether or not the chain of command can be broken. It's a subject that we've we've broached here repeatedly, and it's the place that gives me my most uh, consternation. I I find myself just beyond disgusted between uh, this and Parkland that there's a real issue with with police uh, response. Has there been within San Antonio or, or throughout Texas uh, a further conversation about what police response actually means? Uh, you heard it was uh, the, the public safety director, McCraw, uh, they're saying that since Columbine, the rule is, Steve McCraw, uh, the, the rule is to go in and disrupt uh, the shooter, uh, stop the dying, stop the killing, is what he said the other day. Has this been reinforced by whether it's the governor, the public safety director, or by mayors across the, the state? Um, well, we've heard that from a lot of um, elected, elected leaders, that they, they agree with that statement. Uh, we've heard from people who do active shooter training say, yes, that's a true statement. You have to, you know, even if it's one solo officer who gets there first, you've got to confront the shooter. And here in San Antonio, this is kind of rare. We've had um, our law enforcement leaders here um, second guessing and actually making statements. The sheriff here in Bear County and the um, police chief of San Antonio both did come out and say, hey, if it happens here, um, our guys know or they better know that um, that they are to engage the shooter and not sit back and wait. And, you know, even if that means um, usurping someone's command who is doing the wrong thing, according to training. Has there been any talk of, you know, we just saw the Supreme Court making uh, their ruling on the, on the Bruin case, a 6-3 decision, uh, about not being allowed to add extra steps in the state of New York uh, to people being able to get a, a permit to, to carry a, a firearm. This is not something that a state can do. It has to adhere to the 2nd and 14th. Uh, amendment. We've got the Senate right now uh, actively moving towards some gun control legislation. We're talking about boyfriend loophole, talking about uh, putting dollars to states that want to expand their their red flag laws, uh, uh, changing how they take a look at juvenile records when someone is under the age of 21, which could have applied uh, in the in the case in Uvalde. Is there any? Uh, what is the temperature in Texas about? changing gun legislation there is or is this a non-starter well i I would say that you know the the public here in texas is very similar to united states as a whole probably you know probably 50 50 as far as whether something needs to be done law-wise about um about guns but um but i'll tell you what is getting more attention in the uh, state legislature the committees here um there is a complete reluctancy to do anything about um, gun laws. They feel what needs to be done is to um, enhance the hardening of schools. There's a lot of um, talk about what can be done about that. Um, Shoring up training, that's another thing that's being discussed uh, heavily at the hearings. Um, Because, for example, I did a story that um, that there, there was active shooter training by the Uvalde School Police Department two months before the shooting. But it was taught internally by the instructors were were two um, members of the Uvalde School Police Department. So, um, you know, the school's commissioner just said yesterday, that's, you know, that's not that doesn't cut it. We need, you know, the top um, school uh, active shooter experts that we have uh, doing this training. And it it really needs to be much better than it was. So 
I think in Texas, that's where you're going to see most of the emphasis go. I think there's going to be a lot of pressure also to utilize the Guardian program, which we have here, which um, which does allow um, certain school employees to be armed um, if they take certain training and go through the, the proper paperwork. So um, I don't think you're going to see uh, the red flag provision uh, if it passes federally. Um, I don't think you're going to see that activated here in Texas. Before I let you go, and I appreciate you taking the time, J.J. Avila of News 4 San Antonio, J-A-I-E, uh, J-A-I-E, Avila, A-V-I-L-A on Twitter, J. Avila. Be sure to follow him there. There had been talk that came out the other day about the shooter, and we don't use names here, and that's why I haven't used his, his, his name, um, that he was known to the community, known to be a problem, that there were teachers who were afraid of him. Can you confirm that, that yes, indeed, people knew that he was trying to be a, a social media star, that he was engaged in, in, in frightening people, there was a level of violence that was thought to be connected to him? Is that fact? Uh, yes, that's pretty um, well known among not only the um, people there in Uvalde, but also law enforcement so far in there, um, online investigating, for example. Um, he, you know, he was pretty much advertising it um, on and uh, they had one of the things they had talked about was that um, in their gamer communication, which, you know, a lot of kids uh, communicate while they're gaming through uh, kind of the chat function of the of the game they're playing. And um, in some of these gaming communities, he was saying there's, you know, there was evidence that there were conversations where you are kind of revered if you're thought to be a, you know, school shooter in training. There's there's that kind of creepy subculture going on where, you know, very angry young people are talking to each other about, you know, school shooting, something being being something admirable. Um, there were posts on um, pretty mainstream social media platforms by him um, talking about, uh, you know, 10 days, 10 days left and people asking, what does that mean? And this was, of course, 10 days before the shooting. And so, uh, you know, there were definite signs there. But what um, Steve McCraw, the head of DPS, kept saying was that nobody reported. We've come across no no evidence of ever anyone reporting this troubling behavior and the comments and even the way he dressed um, was kind of taking on that uh, Columbine persona. Um, no one, you know, people noticed it and talked to each other about it, but they did not report it to school or law enforcement so far that ha- so far they haven't been able to see any evidence of that. Jay, I appreciate you taking the time. To be with us, Jay Avila, News 4 San Antonio, news4sanantonio.com. I hope you'll join us again. Really do appreciate you taking the time. More coming up. I'm Tony Katz.